Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is Daniel Upset, host of the RNG Radio Show. I'm really pleased and excited to have next on the RNG Radio Show a fellow resume writer as well as a fellow career planner. But um, I think she's got a little bit more expertise than me. So I'm very, very excited to bring on the show the one, the only Arushi Migam with My B Mastermind. So, Arushi, welcome to the RNG Radio Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to get straight into it. Tell me about what you do and how folks can benefit from you by getting in contact with you today. Yeah, so basically um, I help people, well, I'd like to call myself a college branding specialist um, because I definitely help a lot of college applicants, especially with their college personal statements, their essays. And then um, also with career branding, um, I definitely help people with the resumes or cover letters and basically when they're really struggling to kind of figure out how to stand out that's basically what i help people figure out because um often people are coming in with kind of approaches that haven't worked with them before or they haven't really come up with a strategy or basically figuring out okay what kind of even jobs are really good for them like where their skill sets lie or how they can really showcase their personality their character and who they really are on paper so that's basically what i help them with and yeah um definitely you know, um, my website and basically, you know, getting in contact with me through there is probably the best way to reach me. And I definitely, you know, go through kind of um, through a webinar as well. I have a webinar on there. I have an ebook, um, you know, that I've just written and published. And basically, yeah, just providing people resources, basically find that confidence again and feel like they're worthy. I think that's definitely a big thing when people come to me is there's not really a sense of self-worth. And that's really, really important because, you know, you can't let small things like that in the world you know tell you what your worth is you should know your worth fully coming forward and that worth needs to come through and should come through on your essays your resume or cover letters even your interviews basically having that you know i don't like to call it confidence because i think confidence has now become a very broad term that just encompasses a lot of different things so i think right. having that really strong sense of self-worth i think that's very specific um coming into that is basically what i love helping people find Okay, awesome, awesome. And uh, I may have uh, went straight through it really fast uh, during the intro of you. Can you give us that uh, website one more time as far as where folks can find you at, as well as uh, look up your ebook as well? Yeah, so it's mybmastermind.com. Okay, great, awesome. And you said the ebook would be available on the website that folks can uh, look into, correct? Yeah, so the link to access the webinar and the um, ebook are going to be on the website, yes. Okay. All right. Now I can spend the next couple of hours going over the multiple resume and cover letter mistakes that I get uh, through my day job when people are applying. What are some of the common mistakes that you come across with people that they can fix right away when it does come to the resume cover letter and even those uh, entering into college uh, with their essay writing? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake that um, I see, and this is like my opinion from what I've done, what's worked for me and what's worked for people I've helped, but especially when it comes to resumes, I think the biggest uh, issue that I find is people only tend to have one generic resume. So I think um, when you want something specific, you have to have a specific approach for it. So a lot of people tend to do the, I like to call it the machine gun approach, where they're kind of just throwing their resume out everywhere rather than really, if having the possibility or the chance, of course, catering that resume to the job that they're applying to. And so I think that's kind of the biggest mistake I see is, you know, that's kind of like throwing paint on the wall and hoping it sticks kind of idea. So rather than machine gun firing, having, you know, specific resumes or cover letters, if when possible, I know there are 
are online job boards out there and other you know platforms which require you to submit a resume or something like that. But even in those cases, you can tailor your resume down and make it really specific to what you're looking for so that you know when you apply to specific jobs, they can see that match. So I think that's definitely um, the most common mistake I see and the one that's the most obvious at first. And then I think um, after that with resumes, kind of treating it like the interview. And what I mean by that is your resume's job is not to get you the job. Do you know what I'm saying? So at least when I talk to people, your resume is more like the hook, right? It's supposed to attract them to you. It's supposed to want to get them to bring you in. So a lot of people, because I see these resumes sometimes and they're just very heavily inundated with text or it's not formatted in a way that's pleasing to the eye. And, you know, I understand you want to, you know, really show that you're qualified for a job. And so you throw everything you've ever done on there. But what's happening is that, you know, you're missing, you're missing out on highlighting those parts of you that would maybe really stand out to the employer or the person looking for the job or um, looking for employees for the job. And it doesn't help you stand out that much. So you remember, you have to remember that your resume is kind of more like a hook. It's really supposed to get the person looking at the resume really interested in you and then wanting to call you in because not many jobs are basically booked off of just reading your resume. It's normally always to get you an interview. So I think that's, you know, from my experience and from what I've seen, definitely a big mistake is also treating your resume like the interview. You have to kind of remember that, you know, it's not about quantity, it's about the quality and the way things pop on there so that they're interested enough to bring you in and then you can, you know, talk about whatever you really want because you have that freedom in that conversational format. And yeah, and I think just, um, especially when it comes to cover letters, I mean, more, this is more specific with like college essays or application essays to any program really. It's like not um, letting your emotion or your like that character side of you shine. So really talking about like you don't want to regurgitate your resume because you're getting another opportunity, especially with a cover letter to kind of talk about another part of you. So definitely focusing on, you know, what's your character? Like, what do you stand for? What are your belief systems? Like those character defining moments that really, you know, showcase who you are. And what I mean by that is showing the proof of what you claim. So if you claim that you're a great leader, what is the proof you have to back that up, right? Because we live in a society where we want to see you know the results we want to see the tangible um so to call it so like really talking about okay if you call yourself a leader do you have experience or a track record leading different teams or have you done something outstanding you know with leadership like have you brought a team through a crisis like those kinds of stories are so so enticing and tangible and they really give you a good idea of the person you're about to speak to because i mean we all only associate with people I mean, we don't think about it, but it really comes down to character, right? Like if you're not someone who wants to associate with like a thief or a robber or something, you won't because there are different value principles. There's a value system there that doesn't align with yours, which is why, you know, people don't normally tend to hang out with those kind of people. Or maybe you do because that's what your value system is. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you have to find a value system aligned. And so the way you show that value system is by talking about those really character defining moments, not really, you know, restating your accomplishments, but finding yourself and what you've accomplished and something that highlights who you really are in those accomplishments, if that makes sense. No, 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 greatly, greatly appreciate that. And then, um, you know, because of this being like the post pandemic era, if you will, and people getting back to like the adjustments of, you know, even going back to college, you know, um, I've had friends, uh, not only in law school, but 
also in college, um, saying that, you know, it was either a hybrid model or, you know, we were strictly having to, you know, work from home. And thankfully, I'm blessed with the job that I am able to work from home. But right. as people are, you know, going back to school, um, going for new jobs, like, what do you recommend for those that may be struggling with their career hunt? Because even from what I see is that, you know, a lot of people are saying like, hey, I've adjusted to this remote lifestyle, you know, right. now. What? So uh, what tips do you have like for those that are in their career hunt right now? Yeah, so I think definitely, I mean, it depends on where you're coming from. Right? So if you're someone who's been struggling for a while, then my first recommendation would literally just be stop doing. And what I mean by that is because the more you're doing, you're just grinding your gears, you're not really going anywhere and you're getting frustrated. And I think it's so unfortunate that we live in a society where people associate doing more with doing better because that's not always true. I mean, if you're doing more, but you're not getting anywhere, then it's really doing more, you know, that much worth it. So when people come from that perspective where they're really kind of at a point of desperation or they're really feeling hopeless, just stop, like just take a moment, stop. And then the second step would be, you need to reflect and analyze, right? Where have you been? What have you done? What have you sent out? Because if you're not looking at your previous data, you really don't know what's worked and what hasn't. Or so in this example, if nothing has been working, then what is that nothing, right? Like look at your resume, were you, how many jobs were you applying to every day? Or what kinds were you applying to? You know, were you applying for VP roles when you're just starting out? I mean, I'm not saying that's not possible for sure. I mean, anyone can become a VP, but you know, you also have to think about it from the person who's hiring, like their perspective. If they're asking for 10, 12 years of experience and you're someone who's just fresh out of college, for example, then maybe that's not the best fit. I mean, that's just one example, but you have to really analyze, okay, what have you been doing so far? And based on that, reassess the third step would be your strategy, right? So, or do you even have a strategy? Have you been doing kind of that machine gun approach I was talking about this whole time, right? So have you just been kind of throwing your resume out there and hoping someone will catch on to it and call you in? So do you have a strategy? And if you don't have a strategy, my recommendation now coming to really anyone currently looking for a job is to do the work backwards approach. So a lot of people tend to write their resume first and then apply. But I always tell people, First, see what's out there, right? Like, what are you even doing all of that work for? Like, what is out there? What are you interested in? Then look at those kind of job descriptions. Look at those applications and then cater your resume that way. So work backwards. Um, like, look at what they're looking for, look at the language they're using, the skills, the programs, and then use that to kind of really format and highlight and cater your resume. So for anyone really struggling, normally the people who talk to me when they're struggling is because they're kind of either doing the machine gun approach or they don't really have a strategy to it um, or they're just using you know um or the resume just isn't you know they're kind of doing that thing where they're treating the resume like an interview and they're just putting so much information on there that everything you want to stand out is kind of hidden because there's so much information on there so i think for anyone really struggling especially if you're coming from a place where you've been doing it for a while just stop, reflect, remind yourself that it's okay. And now like really analyze what you've done so that you can now move forward to where you're going. But now you have direction, now you have insight and now you know what not to repeat. So I think that would be my best recommendation. Okay. Love that, love that. And then um, before I let you go, I wanna wrap up with this one question. Um, and this is pretty much the boosting part. So ladies and gentlemen, I need y'all to pay attention right now. 
What makes you different from other career counselors or other resume writers compared to, you know, pretty much the standard uh, pro quo? Yeah, so I think my, my strength and my approach definitely comes from my marketing background. So I know what it means to sell, right? So when you're selling a brand, whether it's chips, whether it's soda, whether it's laptops, everything you see has emotion tied to it. It has a sort of personal connection to it. And it's really targeted and catered to who they're talking to. And those are the brands that do best. And you're the same way. All of us are brands, right? I'm Arushi, you're Daniel, like we're all our own brands. We carry our own qualities and characteristics. So you have to treat yourself like a brand. So in my three-step approach, we work on treating, um, you know, the candidates that come to us like brands. So what are your qualities? What track record do you have to prove those qualities? Now, how do you weave that into a nice story, right? Focus on those character-defining moments. You know, everyone claims they're a leader. Everyone claims they're hardworking. But how can you make me feel that? How can you show me that and give me that sense of comfort that before I even call you into the room or during the interview or when I uh, read your application essay? I need to feel and get comfortable right away that, man, you are someone who's hardworking. You are someone who has shown that you show up when it matters or that you're really punctual or you're very detail oriented, you know, or you've lifted up um, teams that were drowning and you brought them to success. Like, how do you show that? And all of that comes through painting a beautiful picture or weaving a quilt of all these details. I mean, it comes down to really touching the emotions of a person. And you can do that in a cover letter. You can do that through a resume. And you can even do that through definitely through a college, like personal essay application. You can bring out your emotions. You can connect with another person through writing. I mean, amazing authors have done it for centuries, poets. I mean, it's all in the works. So that approach of coming at it, like selling yourself and thinking of yourself or your resume or a cover letter or a college application, not as an essay or a resume, it's a sales pitch. It's a power packed, um, like for in the case of essays, it's a power packed 400 word sales pitch. It needs to be to the point, powerful and succinct, but bringing in a lot of that emotion. So I think that's why, you know, coming from a branding perspective is really helpful because you get to kind of find your sense of self-worth again, because you're really noticing, analyzing and highlighting what makes it special. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, before I let you go, can you give us that website one more time where uh, folks can find out more information about you as well as check out your ebook? Yeah, it's mybmastermind.com. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, another surprise question since uh, we do have some time. What is one quote that you live by that keeps you going on a daily basis? That's a good question. Um, you know, I don't know who said it, but I, it definitely had an impact on me because um, really quickly, so in my background, I do have a history of depression, suicidal thoughts, like really, I have a dark past in that way, mental health wise. So the quote that really brought me out and really helped me, you know, own who I am today, be proud of who I am today and continue working on that. Uh, the quote was, if you let the others, um, sorry, let me just remember. If you let the opinions of others dictate your life, you'll never live one. Mm. So that to me was really powerful um, because it's true. If you really let the world dictate how you act, how you behave, how, what you wear, you'll never live a life. So yeah, if you let the opinions of others dictate your life, you'll never live one. Wow. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for that, Arushi. I really appreciate you uh, coming on to the RNG Radio Show. Definitely looking forward to having you back, and uh, we'll be looking to connect uh, very, very soon again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was really awesome. Definitely.